worship you, Lord. There is no one like you, my God. Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. I'm a child of God. I love the Lord so much um, for what He has done in my life. I am eternally grateful. Uh, I give praise to the Most High God. Um, we just listened to one of my favorite songs from a South African band. It's called We Will Worship. The uh, name of the song is Muso. Uh, it's double M-U-S-O. A uh, very powerful song. Um, yeah, so I think that's as far as I can go with the introduction. Um, welcome to our podcast. Um, this is where we share the truth truth of the living God 
Uh, this is where we encourage one another. This is where we build each other up. This is where we equip each other with wisdom. Um, so, uh, mainly what is in my heart is what God has done and what God continues to do in my life. Um, as I speak to you now, we we are under a lockdown situation um, whereby gatherings are minimized because of the COVID-19 virus. Um, a lot of disruption is happening in our society. Um, of course, there are many views with regards to it, but I love what God is doing um, through this season uh, in my life. God has used this season to deepen my faith in Him. Um, yesterday I wrote a, a, a WhatsApp post um, on conviction and convenience. Um, basically the whole thing was about how it is so easy to misinterpret a conviction for convenience, you know. So many people are doing a lot of things just because it is convenient for them to do it. Uh, but conviction usually shines when things are not convenient. So I believe we are in a season of conviction where conviction must shine. Um, so I love what God is doing in my life. Um, it is in moments and times like these where I'm able to to really see and appreciate the grace of God in my life. Um, you know, um, it is in times like these whereby I'm so grateful to God. Um, for what he, he has done in my life because as I'm as I have said um, these tough times really expose my faith and the depth of my trust in him uh, I believe that is what should happen really I believe tough times should really reveal how deep our relationship with God is. So uh, I'm really grateful uh, as I look back um, over what God is doing in my life. I realize that He is with me. He is with me and the work he has done in my life until this moment is a permanent work. So it's it's I, I say this more especially because um there's a lot that happens out there that may cause one to doubt um the authenticity 
of their relationship with God. You know, we, we can be faced with situations whereby even certain Christians question our lives with God, uh, our relationships um, with God. But I believe times like these should really give us insight into how deep our relationship with God is. I'm reminded of um, King David, you know. Oftentimes he would be alone with no assistance. Total adversity around him. But in times of trouble, his, his soul would just gravitate towards God. I think that's how you know how deep your relationship with God is. You know, when your soul just naturally gravitates towards God as a source of strength. So I give God praise for that. Um, so basically why I decided to um, record this podcast today. Um, I think this is the second um, trying to turn the lights on so that I can read my Bible. I think this is the second uh, podcast I am recording today. Unfortunately, the first episode was deleted accidentally. But basically, what went on in the first podcast is the, the one you didn't get to hear and see. Um, we, we looked at the importance of Jesus in our lives you know the <clears throat> the early disciples when, when you take a look at their writings most of them are filled with words such as preaching Christ um, they had so much depth and focus on Jesus Christ and I believe that is where the church should be you know, Paul even says, uh, I think it's when he speaks to the church in Galatians. Um, he, he says, when I preached to you, it was like I was painting Christ uh, before you. So we, we, we get an idea of the focus Paul had while he was preaching um, his focus was uh, ensuring that the people he is preaching to are able to see Christ through his preaching so I'm trying to look up that portion of scripture Boom. It's it's in Galatians. So he says 
it's like uh, I was painting him uh, like uh, I was making a physical image of Christ uh, with the words as my paintbrush I think the the book of Romans is a, is a really interesting book which one should really uh, I, I love Romans so much sorry the book of Galatians is, is, is very interesting so I think it's one everyone should really try to get a hold of so anyways uh i think we'll get back to the scripture what i was trying to say was in the first podcast really the focus was on jesus christ um the importance the significance of jesus christ um you know nowadays it's it's very easy to see jesus christ as a means to an end um you may even think use his name in the name of Jesus Christ like as a bridge to get somewhere to, to get to something you desire but really as we study the scriptures we see how our our roots we should be rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ you know he is also the the perfect measure of true sonship jesus christ so jesus is a very important aspect of the christian life and i believe whatever preaching we may be doing should should reveal jesus christ and the bible says as christ is being revealed um supposedly by the one who is preaching as he is being revealed the people who behold that image that is being revealed get to be transformed into the same image because um the bible also says um in the book of john we do not know um we we do not know what 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 we are um but what what we do know is that when when Christ is revealed we shall be like him um i'm not sure if it's john i think i'm confusing that scripture with but it's yeah that's the exact quotation it's we do not know our future condition um but what we do know is when christ appears we shall be like him amen so really my thinking of that is um really when when christ comes back there will be um an exposure of the the inner man because that 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 is the shape uh that that is the canvas on which Christ should be painted in a, in us it is the inner man 
So the expectation is that when Christ appears, the inner man is likened to him. Because um, he, has, he has been formed all along through the preachings and the teachings. So my concern um, looking at the current church is that, you know, there is less preaching uh, on Jesus Christ, you know, yet he is the measuring stick. So we, we pray for that grace. We pray for that grace. Um, we also did look at the book of Hebrews, which really compares the significance of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, when we look at the Old Testament and the New Testament, and really testament is just a word uh, an ancient word for covenant or agreement or, or, or whatever, you know, that, that signifies um, a, a season or a, an agreement between two people. So there's an old covenant with God, which we made with God, and then there's a new covenant that was initiated and sealed through the blood of Jesus Christ and that is the covenant we are in so this covenant begins and ends with Jesus Christ so we did look at the book of Hebrews um, chapter I think it's chapter 12 um, let's read from verse 1 and 2 therefore we also, I'm reading from the New King James, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, verse 3, who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. Amen. So, the scripture takes the New Testament believers focus from Jesus uh, from whatever situations that are happening around them and fixes those situations on Jesus Christ so um, so I like how the writer says, looking unto Jesus. Um, other authors say, fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. So, God's desire is that all we see 
is Jesus Christ because that which we behold most of the time is what we become. That which we behold most of the time is what we become. So if we fix our eyes on Jesus Christ, we will become more and more like him. We will take after his likeness. And that is what God desires. Um, he desires to harvest people who are like Jesus. Because they, they were intentional about being like him. You know, most things in life require us to be intentional about them. Things don't just happen. They require our focus, commitment and dedication. So the New Testament believer should be dedicated and focused in being like Jesus Christ. Seeing Jesus Christ, you know. And the primary way of seeing Jesus Christ is through the scriptures, especially New Testament scriptures, especially the epistles that were written for us, you know, because that is where um, we get the revelation of Jesus. Um, Paul says, you know, there was a point in time whereby we saw Jesus Christ as a man that walked earth but that time has elapsed. We no longer see him as a man. You know, our eyes have been opened. So, there is so much revelation that is available unto us when our eyes, when, when we acquire new lenses of seeing, you know, through the Holy Spirit. Because the Apostle Paul uh, I, I will quote him very much because uh, I do find so much richness in his scriptures. The Apostle Paul says, It is only the Holy Spirit that is able to reveal Jesus from the Holy Scriptures. So, um, it is very important that as we study the scriptures, we, we, we do that under the counsel and leadership of the Holy Spirit. That is my prayer. That as we do these things, we do them under the counsel and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Because if we will just read these things, uh, like we are reading a storybook, that, that's all we will come out with. We will come out with stories. We will see these people as mere men. But as the Holy Spirit guides us, He is able to reveal greater truths from Scripture. Um, and more importantly, the Holy Spirit is able to reveal Jesus. Because that is the purpose of Scripture. You know, when we read Scripture with our own eyes and our own minds, what we see is what we need and what we want. But if we open, if we allow the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, we are able to see Jesus. Um, the Bible says, Apostle Paul actually says, um, something happened in the New Test, in the Old Covenant, whereby we only had one person meeting God, 
and then coming down to relay the message to people and that was Moses so it would so happen that while Moses was with God um, talking to God face to face the Bible says the glory of God would then radiate onto Moses and then as he would go down to the people to convey the message the people would see the glory of God upon Moses I think that's a very beautiful sight but unfortunately I think it's it's because of the sin that was so prevalent among them um, because sin does separate us from God uh, sin makes us want to hide from God so um, so we we the, the, the Bible tells us that as the children of, of Israel beheld this glory upon Moses they were fearful and requested him to cover himself so that they do not see the glory of God and the, the, the interesting part is that the Bible says when Moses did that their eyes were blinded and they were never again able to see the glory of God um, so the Bible even goes on to say that when, when when the scriptures when the books of Moses are read to them they are just incapable of receiving revelation and when Jesus was born in Israel the people rejected him because they could not see they were darkened of understanding um, they, they did not see now well, what I want to come to is that Paul says now when a person tends to Jesus when a person hears the preaching and then decides to turn to Jesus the veil that covers the heart is removed and the person is able to behold the glory the glory which transforms the glory of God that is what we need to see in our time we need to see the glory of God we need to see the glory of God that is my greatest prayer the glory of God and the glory of God is none but Jesus the glory of God is none but Jesus so if God is gracious enough to for us that as we read these scriptures we are able to see Jesus that is glory unto us and that we may be transformed renewed into that image which we are seeing I think that would be very beautiful so I think that's all I can share for tonight um, it's at night where I am, Swaziland. Um, I think it's 10 p.m. right now. Um, some of you have been hearing me yawn. Um, yeah. So I think that's all I can share as an introduction to this podcast. So this is a podcast that is just Jesus-focused. It's Jesus-focused. So, I, my prayer is, as we continue in this po podcast, we are able to shift our eyes and fix them on Jesus Christ. Amen.
that is what happened to the apostle Peter as Jesus invited him to walk on the water the Bible records that he turned to look around and he saw the waves he saw the scary sights uh, as they were in the open sea and the Bible says as he was looking around he began to sink you know those are the things that happen when we remove our focus from Jesus so I pray that God grants us the grace to see Jesus and fix our eyes on him. Amen.